This is another episode of Keeping It Real, and back in the house is my bro, Jack Morris. He's here to keep it real with me, and we don't have a specific topic at hand. This is just going to be a free-flowing conversation, so hope you guys enjoy it. we got a few good topics. Well, we were talking about, uh, there's so much negativity right now. Everything is negative, it seems like. That's the main... uh, crux of the conversation that everybody is joining in right now is let's talk about negative shit let's talk about food shortages let's talk about ukraine let's talk about covid let's talk about the government's evil and always lying to us and it's all so easy to get wrapped up in talking about that right yeah especially if you're relying on somebody else for giving you information whether it be true or false So since that's the main theme you hear over and over again, and it's not like I'm saying I don't agree with lots of the discussions being had on these negative points of view, because we need to be aware of it, right? Yeah. Not just stick your head in the dirt. and Yeah, you don't want to be an ostrich. Right. You're not just going to stick your head in the dirt, hope for the best. You want to be aware of things, but we don't need to necessarily... Well, the more informed you are about something, the better you can make your decisions based on what you know. So it makes sense to want to know as much good information as you can. In that, I agree with completely. I guess the point before we started this podcast was that... Does it seem like that's all everybody's talking about is just negative shit lately? It's just, it's always, it's parroted from one person to the next. It's, it's what is something horrible we can talk about. School shootings or, you know, it's, it's, it's so... A few more of those too, yeah. Right, and that's that's the newest, most negative topic to Uvalde was, talk about. And take yeah. away everybody's guns because nobody's safe with everybody having guns. Well, every time something like that comes up, it's the left's opportunity to go ahead and take a jab at the right and say, hey, we need gun control. You know, y'all don't, y'all don't need to have guns. We take them away from y'all and then nobody has them, then everybody's safe. Well, yeah. Yeah, in theory that sounds good, but guess who ends up with the guns? The criminals. Right. Of course, then nobody that is a good law-abiding citizen that wants to protect their property. And in the Constitution, we're supposed to also have our arms to protect us from a government gone wrong, too. That's right. It's one way we can keep them in check. So without going too far into that, we need to keep our gun rights There's always going to be a crazy motherfucker with a gun that goes and does something stupid. There's going to be a crazy son of a bitch that goes and does something with a knife or a screwdriver just as much also. But you don't hear about that in the news because they're concentrating on taking guns away from people. People that really have ill motives are going to find a means to their end no matter what it is. So they can't find a gun. Then, like you said, they they find a knife or some other way to kill somebody, whether it be poisoning someone or whatever. They're going to find a way. There's plenty of ways. You can use your fucking car to kill somebody. But if somebody's going to have a gun and pull it out to try to hold me up, I'd a lot rather be in a state like Texas where a lot more people are carrying guns than are not. And, you know, maybe somebody sees something going wrong and they step in there and pow, the guy's gone. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's happened. That's happened here. 
some guy pulls a gun out to rob you at the gas station, Jack, and then what do you know? Joe Blow over in his uh, Chevy pickup truck just happens to have a concealed handgun license, and he pulls his handgun out and tells the guy to drop it or he's going to blow his ass away, and all bad shit's averted right there. The guy drops the gun because he doesn't want to die, and he just stopped you from possibly getting shot and the whole activity from happening, the whole crime. Yeah, and there was a church shooting, I forget what city, down south Texas last year somewhere. Uh, guy pulled out a gun, and there was a bunch of armed people standing guard at the church, and the people shot and killed the guy before he could kill a bunch of people. So he, instead of taking someone's life, got his life taken, and people were safe because... People were there that had guns that needed to Great have. point. It's often overlooked by these zealots that talk about gun control. I think gun control is summed up in... Guns don't kill everybody. Guns don't save everybody. Dumb people do dumb shit with guns, and that's something that you can't stop, unfortunately. Right. But the lesser of the two evils, I'd rather be somewhere where somebody that is trained to use the gun and knows how to use it and is trained in a certain circumstance, you know, like at that church, those people were there strictly for security. So that's their job. They're trained to react to something like that. Right. And as soon as they saw something going on, two different people shot the guy and he was dead. Hallelujah. That's the way it should be going down. Well, and I, I pray for the better end of that outcome, like what happened at that church versus, you know, a lot of stuff that can go wrong and innocent people die. Nobody wants that to happen, but... My opinion, much safer with having guns than not having guns. I just look at the uh, government and all these zealots talking about gun control, and I think it's not about guns. It's about control. It's about power. They want to have the power gun over control. you to dictate to you how you're going to live your right. life and what you're going to do. And the less power that you have to react back to them, the more they can enforce whatever they want going on or what, whatever it is that they're trying to call everybody into doing. Right. So, uh, you know, that's we weren't going to get off on a negative subject, but hey, that was a good point of view just to share real quick. So this is what me and uh, Jack were talking about before we started this podcast. We're like, oh, Mm -hmm. you know, every subject you you bring up, you know, it's it's it seems like it's on that negative well, I just mentioned that it kind of seemed that way the last several times I'd been on with you, and I just thought, so well, the maybe bri- we could do something a little bit more. So the bright positive. idea was, can we talk about positive shit? Is there any way to say something positive nowadays? Yeah. Yes. There's always a bright side. There's always an upside. There's always the good point of view. There's something to be said there always, even in the darkest of days, there is a shining light somewhere. If you look for it, it's about your perspective. There's right? a yin to the yang on everything. There's a Duality. down. There's a down for an up. Right. That's right. Yeah. There I mean, is. there is evil. No arguing that. There is evil. There is good. We would not know what good is if there was not evil. We would not know what is light if we did not have dark. These dualities need to exist. So instead of talking about the darkness and the evil, let's talk about the light. Let's talk about the positivity. Let's talk about the good. Let's come up with some subject material that we can wrap on for a little while that has to be um, positive and stray away from the narrative that's negative so much so often yeah spread a little light in the world today right so 
even though we don't have a script, an idea, or anything in particular to talk about, one thing that we were tossing around is the idea of perspective, which we just kind of mentioned. You can have a positive perspective on things and change the way that you view everything because the one thing you're in control of for sure is your own damn mind and your own perspective on things. So if you dwell on negative, you dwell on fear, you dwell on bad, well, you're going to see it everywhere. You're going to be stewing in it. Your perspective is going to be mired by this nasty feeling that you have inside because that's all you think about is... Yeah, you're probably not going to smile a lot if you're thinking that way. Right. So can you change that perspective? Can you change the lens you're looking through to a positive point of view? The answer is yes. (laughs) Right. And a couple things we talked about. As simple as just... Not just having the idea, but acting on that idea and saying, you know what, I've done this for so long. Why don't I try something different today? And we were kind of talking about that. And what was one of the things that you mentioned that you're doing on a daily basis now that I thought was really neat? Well, I mentioned that I get up every morning and people that are listening to the podcast know that I do this because I shared it multiple times. I didn't know I you do that. I do gratitude in the mornings. I got a little gratitude journal. I and we write, both do that. It's different for both of us, but it's still, I love. Yeah, I write down a couple things that I'm grateful for, and then I do a positive, like, affirmation-type sentence. Uh, I'll write it down three times, and then sometimes I speak it out loud. Um, sometimes I meditate on it. Uh, just depends on what I'm in the mood for in the morning, because I'm an early riser. I always get up around, like, four or five in the morning, so... In that early moments of the morning, some of it I get up early because it's hard for me to start my day because I have psoriatic arthritis and I have back problems and blah, blah, blah. So one thing I got to do is get up early so I can get myself moving so I can even face my day. So I fill that time as I'm up early with something positive, some kind of gratitude and some kind of positive thinking exercise or some form of meditating on good things. Because I know from my studies, the more you focus on positive, the more you focus on gratitude, the more that your mind will find it in your daily activities through the reticular activating system of your brain. And it turns into a subconscious thing because the more you think about it, the more you focus on it, then you don't even have to to force yourself to think about it. Your subconscious starts looking for it throughout your day. So you can actually force yourself to be in a better state of mind by doing these things. And there's other little subtle things you can do with your life, with your diet, or just your daily habits outside of what Jason's talking about that can help kind of feed that and get you on the right track too. If you've maybe gone through a hard time, been really depressed or something like that and been staying in the house a lot. This is something that we I all have dealt with this lately. Several sure. years ago, especially like uh, when our father passed, that was probably one of the toughest things yes. I ever had to go through personally. Mm-hmm. I know everybody deals with everything different. It, for me and you both, he was our best friend. He was. Our dad was uh, the mentor of both of us for both of our lives and to a great extent, I would say I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it wasn't for the father that we had. No, wonderful man. No way. Yeah, wonderful, loving, non-judgmental person. We were, we were super lucky and blessed to, to have the father that we did. But we won't get too sidetracked on that. But, yeah, just trying to snap out of that funk. Uh, for about six months after my, our dad passed away, I had just gotten in a really negative mindset 
uh, felt like my whole world was over, that nothing was ever going to be the same again. And of course, some of that last statement's true, but at the same time, it doesn't mean that it has to all be negative. There was, there's still been a lot of good things happened since my dad died and it's going through something that was that tragic and being able to see that I can get through to the other side has made me feel resoundingly like I can get through anything now that I've gotten through that I feel like what else can be possibly that hard not that that something couldn't be as difficult one day but I just feel like that was a big game changer for me to have that epiphany or that realization what an important thing you just said pain can be your most important teacher in your life or you're going to you, experience it whether you're gonna, you there's no avoiding want it to or not pain can be the most important teacher the, the 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 it can teach you the most about your life about what you can deal with about what you can handle what you can overcome or you can let it beat you down and you can let it literally ruin your life or take your life yeah. So there's different ways you can take pain, but the smartest people, the most successful people in the world take pain and do something with it. Like what you're saying. You, you got to find a way to cut through those icebergs in the ocean and keep going. You can't just let something totally stop your life and keep you from having a chance to just be able to live a normal, happy life like you were before any of that stuff happened. Um, you know, wanting to expound or elaborate a little bit more on that. Do it. I just was basically got to the point where I was laying around in the house and not doing anything but eating and, you know, getting up to use the bathroom a few times a day and then laying in the bed and just staring at the walls or the ceiling and just constant negativity all day or going to sleep just because I was so depressed. I didn't want to stay awake. It's it's, It's avoidance. It's it was. It's a, it's but all you're doing is just delaying the inevitable. It's like at some point you have to pick yourself up and find a way to get through it and move on. Well, that's one thing that a lot of people don't realize. Grieving's okay, and you should be allowed to definitely you have, have some of that. You have that's to part grieve. of your process, but you can't stay stuck in that part of the process no, you or you'll have. never move on with your life. Right. So you, So you have to grieve. You have to face it. This could be somebody dying. This could be the loss of a job, a marriage, a kid, a pet. This could be anything horrible, tragic, traumatic um, that you have to deal with. All these sensations and feelings are very closely similar. You know, Mm -hmm. they can drive you into depression. They can drive you into avoidance of your emotions. You look for drugs. You look for alcohol. You look for sleep, like Jack saying, every second you can't go to sleep. You turn to food. You eat all sorts of horrible, junky shit that will raise your serotonin. That was another thing. I gained almost 70 pounds after Dad passed away. Okay, so that was five or six months. That's emotional eating. That's the same as somebody turning to a fucking crack pipe or heroin or uh, or self-medicating with alcohol or drugs. Which is what I did. You did that, those things, but what I did is I turned to alcohol and drugs and I damn near killed myself, not willingly and not trying to, but to avoid my feelings, I was doing alcohol and drugs to the point to where I would literally pass out. When you're hurting so bad, you don't know how to get rid of the hurt. You're just trying to find a way to stave that off for a little while so you don't have to feel it. And then that's what you resort to is just whatever takes that away. And it's not being a pussy. It's not because you're weak. So don't listen to anybody that says 
any of that shit because I've heard people say that. Oh, you're a you're a pussy. You're weak. You just can't deal with your emotions or your feelings. Well, fuck those people. Yeah, those are some cocksucking motherfuckers right to there. deal with everything the same. So. Right. So if anybody says that shit to you, if anybody relates to you that way. Get the fuck away from them, because that is a selfish, negative, sarcastic, Someone that's doing that is not a real friend, and you need to reevaluate your relationships and friendships if you're allowing someone like that in your life, because... That's a judgmental fuck. That's not somebody that's going to help you. Get away from that sack of shit. Someone that's doing that is completely self-absorbed if they're just and the, I mean all worried that. about how they feel and and their feelings being projected onto you and thinking that you should be the same as them and just be able to deal with it that's that's it's, not, but the, it's like they're trying to call out that. they're trying to call out weakness in you in some rousing way that it's supposed to give you strength by telling you you're being weak you need to just buck up and deal with it no that doesn't help and if somebody thinks that that's helpful saying that you're fucking wrong and you need to change your perspective and your way you talk to people because you can drive somebody to actually kill themselves or make themselves way worse or more depressed because you're telling them we this both shit. have a friend that that happened to with her boyfriend too remember stephanie Stephanie, uh, I can't remember the last name. I don't we don't know. need I don't to say, say it out loud on. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. But our friend, about. okay, she uh, had been in a relationship with a guy. I guess that was verbally abusive with her. As far as I know, I don't know if they was ever physically abusive or not. Can be just as bad verbally. But uh, she had done something, whether whatever that was, I don't know the exact details. But I do know that. He said some harsh words to her and made her feel really bad about herself. And what she ended up doing was taking her life that night after she got away from him. She used a 38 pistol and, and put it to her head and killed herself. So words have a lot of power and you need to think real hard about what you say before you say it to someone. That's the profound thing that we were talking about before we started this podcast yeah. is how powerful the tongue is how powerful you know they say that words are uh, more powerful than the there sword. is power in positivity there absolutely is so if your words carry power then not just don't. for other people but for yourself too yes you can use good positive affirmations thoughts feelings to elevate you to push you forward to drive you to do things that you want to do goals you want to achieve yeah. motivation for things you need if to, you want to dwell done. in the pit and be miserable you can definitely do that and find some people that will condone that behavior around you but most normal people won't misery does love company though right oh it absolutely does and it looks for the weakest person around it that it can find because it wants to make that person feel bad so that they can feel better and this is something that I think... Which is horrible and completely it, screwed up it, to start with. <laughs> yeah, but it's valuable to bring up because <clears throat> when you are at a low point, you're going to find some people that will readily just join by your side and talk to you about how rotten and despicable the world is. And they'll relish that they have a friend to talk to that can help them... Um, feel better about the fact that they feel like shit now they have a partner to feel like shit with them um that's someone has a serious mental disorder if they're doing that and they're most likely a narcissist or got some kind of serious personality disorder 
Well, it sounds like that. That's, I'm not that's, a I'm not a professional, but this is just my Yeah, opinion. I mean, anecdotally, me and Jack can tell you how we feel about it, but we're not psychologists, so we don't fucking know. But, hey, that sounds about right to me. Um, I would avoid that, though. Instead, find somebody to lift you up. Get away from somebody that wants to dwell in negativity with you. That was another thing after Dad died that I finally made up my mind after six months of that depression episode that I went through. Is there's been a lot of my life I've been lax about the kind of company I keep and just, you know, thought that people that were good to me deserved my friendship and should we should be friends we, even when they let me down or they flaked on me or whatever. And not saying I was a perfect friend 100% of my life. But I'm generally a very giving person, and I take a lot of crap from people. I've decided after that. Oh, my God. I can, I can really I had a look in the mirror moment, and it was like, you know what? My life has been a certain way my whole life, and I decided, you know what? I'm not just a victim. This is something that I've allowed in my life, and I'm the one responsible for it. So, you know what? I took ownership of my life, and I decided, you know what? I don't have to allow people that are going to treat me like crap or make me feel like crap or promise that they're going <coughs> to be a friend to me and do this and do that and don't do it. I don't have to allow that kind of stuff in my life. And this is not to say that I just totally banish everybody for good, but I don't make a habit of hanging out with or being regular friends with people and associating with them all the time anymore that I used to allow in my life that were, you know, of that mindset or self-absorbed or just worried about what's in it for them. Real friends don't keep score and they always love you and they will always listen to you and hear you out and tell you the good or the bad, whether you want to hear it or not. That's what a true friend should do. That's a great point. They shouldn't demean true you friends. and put you down for something. They should try to find a way to lift you up in a positive way, even if it's something that they disagree with that you're doing. That's what true love is. Yeah, true friends don't keep score. That's a wonderful comment to keep yeah. in mind for well, the rest of my if, life. If someone's keeping score with you or you're keeping score with someone, you have a business going. That's not a relationship. I'm sorry. That's... I mean, that's reality. That's the best way to put it. It's a business. It's not a relationship. It's yeah, not a friendship. Yeah, and that's not how you want to have relationships with people. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> well, if you want to have a real friendship with someone, you need to look for somebody that has the same ideals and values at a minimum that you do. Truth. And if anything, you want to aim higher and raise your values up to someone else's that has better values than you. That's what another thing that I've done in the company that I keep by also seeking out friends that, that are always just positive and they lift me up. And now you know what I do? I do that for other people that I come in contact with. And it's, it's a pretty great feeling. I really like it. So that's why I thought this power of positivity conversation might be a good one to kind of delve off into because there's scientific proof to back up the stuff that me and Jason are both talking about here today and it's not just you know our personal experiences which we've both had some of those everybody's got anecdotal evidence it's amazing you can measure everything with science nowadays and there's actually studies to help back this up truth yep you just have to be willing to seek that out and want that for yourself. If that's something that it's definitely attainable for any person here on the face of the earth, it's just something that you have to want and desire for yourself and decide that you're worth it. I think we're it's, all worth it. It's 
it's kind of tough to want to keep close friends that are always kind of pushing you to be better or hold you accountable or ask you what you're doing and then check in on you. Those but are people the, that do it in a loving way and that's want to have a friendship with you and stuff. How can you? I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying those are true quality. You've got to learn to, at first, just kind of shed that ego and put that to side. So that way you're not letting your ego get in the way saying, oh, well, this person says If you don't have those kind of friends, is that, that says something about you and your requirements of yourself. If you only have friends around you that agree with you on everything and that are... Those yeah, just friends. telling you what you want to hear all right. the time. Right. They, they're okay with negativity and just gossip and bullshit. I'm talking about... they don't love you, but they don't love you as much as somebody that's willing to tell you the truth. Well, the, no the, the friends that challenge you, the friends that are making you be a better person, that are holding you accountable for shit that you say you're going to do... Well, th- those are kind of tough friends to have around, but those are the ones that are going to make you be your best and make you strive to be something better in this lifetime, right? Amen. And well, that- I just, I like, I love having, I relish any opportunity to try to see somebody like when they're down at their worst and try to do something to raise their spirits and lift them up. That's what we're really here to do for each other. We're all brothers and sisters because. We came from the same place. I mean, are you not a fucking human being listening to this? Your, your well, I'm a fucking human being and Jack's a human being and every person you know is a human being. So, yeah, we're all related somehow, some way. We got the same color blood, race, the same creed, genetics. Religion, none of that matters. I mean, we're all brothers and right. sisters. There's, That's vari- there's variances. You got different color skin. You got different hair color, eye color. You might have one arm. I might have two. Who gives a fuck? It doesn't make a difference. You may be a Catholic and your friend may be Jewish, but that doesn't mean you can't be friends. Right. There again, it doesn't make a difference. None of it matters. What really does matter is we're all human beings, so who gives a shit about all these little trivial differences? Yeah. Get along with the person. That's next to you, friend or not, not a friend. Try and help each other out. That's what Division we should be occurs striving to allow do. something to come between you and someone else, whether it's someone you love or someone that you don't care for very much. So, just don't allow the negativity in your life, and make up your mind that you're going to start trying to take some steps towards, even if it's just. Like Jason said, you know, you write down three things every day that you wake up you're grateful for. That's something that I don't exactly do, but I wake up and try to find a reason to be thankful to God for being awake today because I'm I'm personally a non-denominational Christian, and that's just how I believe, and that's what I do, and that's what I think is good for me. Right, and that's something that none of us are guaranteed is another day. So you better take... I've known so many people and seen so many things, and probably a lot of our audience, your audience has too. It's just people in the best of circumstances, and their life's going great, and then boom. You're dead. I had a friend last year. Actually, this has been several months ago. uh, Very successful real estate agent, had a thriving uh, real estate business going in Burleson, Fort Worth area, having her best you know, last couple of years of her career, I mean, probably making more money than she'd ever made. She was very active in church and had a lot of friends and she did a lot of 
outreach, charity type philanthropy. Stuff. Well, just you know, philanthropy is not just you know giving money. It's it's giving your time to help other people and show. That's how you can show that you really care. It's not always just money. Money's good too, and it can. Time be, is more valuable than money to me. I'm I'm a big believer in that, and there's been people that I've done that, you know, and and that's you know. One of the things that we had in common, we both did a lot of stuff with a uh, church that we go to, and that's kind of how I got to meet her, even though we'd went to school together. I, for whatever reason, never met her through school, but a uh, wonderful lady, man, and uh, got some very disturbing news. About two months ago, I woke up one day and was getting ready to go meet with her the following day after I get this news, I thought, and uh, find out that she was shot dead in her neighbor's backyard. Uh, still don't have Strange. all the facts about this, but they, the Burleson Police Department investigated everything and has pretty much just ruled it a suicide. Now, I don't want to believe that because Erica was full of life and had three young girls. One of them was, I believe, grown and in college, but the other two were, you know, high school, junior high. And just such a great person, so loving and caring to other people. I just can't imagine what would have been going on in her life but this just goes to show you you just don't ever know what can happen in people's lives or what they're going through and this goes back to the kindness thing you just never know and people need to know that hey no matter what we're friends if you ever need an outlet or you're going through something bad you can talk to me and I'll be your friend but and I don't know that she had friends like me and several other people from church and people she had known her whole life I just couldn't imagine that this girl had committed suicide. For me, I just still feel like she was murdered, but you never know what can happen. This this happened to this lady. She's 43 years old, my age, Jason's age. Right. So that is... Blink of an eye. So true that... Just one night, just, you know... To everybody she's, she's else, gone. this girl may have seemed to have her emotional well-being, her... Uh, religious well-being, her love for her fellow human beings. Still, and nobody knows mankind. 100%. Right, you still may not have known that. In a moment of weakness, there was a thirty-eight pistol at her house, and maybe she drank that night, and everything just fell into the right slots to make her go, you know, I think I've done all I need to do here on this earth. I'm ready for the next adventure. And she just did it. She loved her moment. kids so much. I just couldn't see her ever doing something. Right. Nobody, like nobody would agree with that. Such nobody, a loving person. Nobody just would in think general. that somebody like that would commit suicide or. or but kill nobody herself. really knows. And but I then wish again, I knew, but, you but know, then again, don't you know. don't know. She might have done it, or somebody could have killed her. But why would anybody want to kill somebody like that? Just, just another example of how important it is to be positive. Because if she was in that negative mindset, it's like all it takes a you moment. Would, you would just think that man if there's anything that i ever knew about somebody being in this kind of a desolate situation and they just thought there's no way out no matter how successful or unsuccessful they are i don't want to see someone do something like that no hell no hell no i, I don't wanna, give a fuck. i want to help that person get help even if it's just me listening to them talk about whatever it is that's you know, bothering them or having a hard time with. Yeah. I may not have all the right answers, but I can at least be encouraging to them and encourage them to get help and tell them that, That's hey, you know, you've got you a friend. If you need me, I'm here. I'll do whatever I can. You know, one of the most important fucking things you Let can do. Let people for know you love them, too. That's what something you might 
be regretful for one day because well yeah d- don't don't hesitate I tell. believe in telling friends and family I love them every day every time I see them no matter what me this, and Jason this is one thing yeah and that's great that you bring that up me and you are not bashful or ashamed to say we love somebody and for guys that's a big fucking yeah, problem yeah the ego and the male machoism shit needs to get checked at the door and I don't cuss very much but just thinking about that kind of stuff is one thing that makes me mad yeah fuck that shit I'll say it for you. Be a human being. Don't be a macho asshole. I, so long ago, I would not say I love you to anybody. And somewhere around my 30s, I decided, fuck that. What did our dad always do? He always said he loved you. So I started saying, I love you to anybody that actually mattered to me. Friendship, you know. It's not just something that is assumed. Love is I stopped love just is going, okay, they assume I love them. I started telling everybody. I started people, hugging people and go, hey, I love you, bro. Everybody To the guys, to everybody. the girls. I didn't give a shit who it was. I'd say, hey, love you. Didn't have to make a big deal out of it, but I would mention it. And that's something that kind of took over in my life. And I started just letting go of it. And being vulnerable, whether you want to call me a fag or gay or whatever you want to say, fuck I know who you. I am. You know who you are, and that's what allows yeah, me to do that. If you I, don't, say, I don't have any doubts about anything. Right. Anymore. If you got something negative to say about it, well, fuck you then. Yeah, I know who I am, whether you want to say you, something man. I agree with or <laughs> try to put me down. I don't. It doesn't bother yeah, me. Yeah, fuck, fuck you, man. I love you. I still, in my mind, will say blessings and peace on you, and I, I pray that you have peace in your in your heart. When I got over that. You know? I got over that that macho, prideful thing Jack was talking about. Because guys, it's a big deal. The ooh, yeah, I'm, and in junior I'm high, tough, and I'm a tough motherfucker. I don't say love. Yeah, in junior high and high school, I had a bad attitude, and I thought that way. I mean, I'm not sitting here saying this like I've been perfect my whole life, like I've said about several other things. But you go through life and. Some people mature a little bit sooner than others, and some people don't ever mature at all. I'm I'm glad that I at least I'm borderline. <laughs> I'm glad that I've well. Hey, I'm a big kid too. We still have a lot of fun. We're just talking about a serious subject, and I'm just trying to keep it on the level for everybody. You know, but you keep loving yourself and knowing who you are. That's a, that's a huge thing. And if you don't know that, there's nothing wrong with that. You need to seek that out and find out who that who that person is that's inside of you for yourself and you need to learn to love yourself oh you know that is one thing I'm glad you brought that up <laughs> if you've got some bad I, habits or some things you're doing that are making you feel less than sanitary about how your life is going on then hey it's time to make a list and start doing a little cleaning up this is start. a th- this is a huge point is how do you learn to love yourself how has your life been up to now? You know, just because it's been this way up to this point doesn't mean that that's how it has to end and finish. So you can, you can right now, you can look in the mirror and go, Jack, I love you. Now, can you totally change yourself in a day? No, but you've got to start taking baby steps. But I'm asking, you, I'm asking you a question. Can you look in the mirror right now and go, Jack, I love you. I love who you are. Yeah, I love me. Okay, I'm cool. I very much love me. Okay, I got a problem. Because I can't look in the mirror and say <laughs> I love myself. Well... That's something that you'll need to. I need to work on it, yeah. But I've been working on it for years, and I still can't look in the mirror and go, "I love who I see in the mirror." I love Jason. Well, what is it that's holding you back from loving yourself? Have you asked yourself? If I knew that, I'd fix it. I don't fucking know. Well, 
you know what I did to help kind of get. I have a lot of self hate, uh, a lot of self. uh, The only way I can relate to this is, I decided, you know, whatever's bothered me the last year, two years is not going far back enough, or even ten years. So, I decided to go all the way back to as far as I could remember into my childhood. What what caused me this, or what was I thinking then, or how does this what I went through back then make me feel now? Was that part of what shaped and helped my belief system, or made me feel or think about who I am today? Yes, of course it is. There's so many questions you can start asking yourself, and it's like once you attack all that and get to the root of it, back where your problems more than likely started, whether it was at three or thirty three. Then you attack that area. No, 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 you're you right. You don't leave any starts, stones unturned, and you turn it up. It starts in the childhood. Remember Ed Young's sermon? Well, I mean, there's probably a lot of preachers preach this sermon, but Young's good though. Yeah, no. If 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 you if you cover your sins, you're uncovered. If you uncover your sins, you're covered. That's it's kind hard. of the same message with your life. If you can apply that principle to your life and not leave anything uncovered in your life, that God, is I can't believe pain. we it comes to us talking about Ed Young and you you derive a universal truth from one of his it sermons. It ties directly into what it's we're talking so about. fucking true. And I forgot about this, but it's sermon. a universal truth. But what you uncover gets covered. But that's the biggest problem with most people. Is they can't uncover their junk. People want to live. They have a lie. They, they, they want to live. live some facade shell life and put on this great act for everybody. Oh, it's so true. Just be your be yourself and learn to love yourself, and then you don't have to keep up the lie because lies eventually get uncovered. If you keep staying covered, then you live that lie. Then you live this shell of a life you live living a fake life fake, torture you live a fake life that tortures you that haunts you that it hurts you wonder why you can't attain happiness or why you're never successful in life and it all starts with just knowing who you are boy that's a great point that you brought this back up because i forgot about that sermon and it was so true high five <laughs> um Ed Young. We, we saw that one together, too. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, Ed Young, he has a great way of just exposing universal truth in a way that is so dumbed down, even the most simple person can understand it. You don't need to study theology or great philosophy or anything like that. He makes it so simple. You don't even have you don't have to go to church to even learn this. All you got to do is just apply these principles to your life and start really attacking the past in your life and say, hey, you know what? My past doesn't define my future or who I am today. Unfortunately, it does for a lot of people, though. Well, that's where your limiting belief system keeps you way down here when you could be way up here and you can be feeling so much better about yourself and you can be spreading the love to everybody else, too, and spreading the joy. Yeah, but and then there again, it's hard to spread the love and, and joy and help everybody else when you fucking hate who you see in the mirror. I've been there and I've done that. When I was a teenager and in my 20s, probably almost all my 20s, I I thought I liked myself, but all I did was just serve myself in whatever it is I thought I wanted. I wasn't really trying to figure out who I was and I didn't have a clue. Who am I is the biggest question I think most people never face. I didn't I didn't deal with this until Who I was I? probably 38, 39 years old. You know, like right around the time that dad died within about a year of that. When I said, you know what, I'm tired of this. And it was like I, it was like a hand 
like a fist, fisted hand slamming down on the table type moment. It's like, I'm tired of this. I don't want to keep living my life this way. I don't want to do have the same results I've kept having. And I was like, in my mind, I'm like, damn it, I'm tired of it, and I'm not doing it no more. Big what's the solution? So I started doing some digging. And this didn't all, like I said, happen overnight or just within a matter of weeks or months. But by being persistent at it and really doing some digging about how to approach this and finding some good advice from some people that I trust and really seeking out all this information about myself, why do I feel this way or what makes me feel bad when I think about this and where does that feeling come from and how far back does that's that go? That's digging. That's digging. You, that's, that's, if you don't look yourself in the mirror and do that, then you'll never have peace in your but life. That's, that's digging and most people are not going to dig into the root of where things come from. Some of that's painful and there's, we all have different kinds of levels of painful stuff. Because you're trying to be somebody it's, it's for somebody about, else. So you're yourself above or below somebody. It's about saying, damn it, I matter and I'm tired of this and, and this is how I'm going to deal with it. And if I attack this head on, then stuff can't blindside me anymore and I can actually enjoy life and yeah. I can be happy. Do you feel like the majority of the world is trying to be somebody, is trying to be somebody for another person or for what society thinks they should be, or they don't realize they're trying to fit a square peg who they are into a round hole, and it's not who they really are. We live in a society that glorifies reality TV every moment of every day. And people see how these You're famous people are living their this. lives. And, and then they use Facebook and, oh, this person's doing this. Oh, and they got I this nice new be, car. And I got all this like money that. and this big I house. I do that. And it's like they're like sitting here using all this stuff as a measuring stick. Well, it's like, well, my measuring stick's only this big. But why is theirs this big? It's like, I want to be like that person. So it's I need, like, to, I need, no, to, be need like, to learn to be like yourself. Right. But that's not what people are trying to do. They're trying someone to else's exactly what you're saying. They're looking at social media for someone or they're listening to the what's same. on the news yeah. or they're, it, there's all these different measuring sticks you're talking about that people are going, my life needs to meet that criteria. I'm not that. So I am not good enough. Yeah. Well, if that's how you decide to measure yourself, then you're always going to feel less than your best, and you're not ever going to feel like your life has any uh, purpose. I mean, you just feel kind of useless and hollow, and you have, you know, no real no real joy to speak of in your life. Things get to where they just seem kind of desolate at some point, and that's where they settle, and that's where you'll stay. It's right. unfortunate. I've been there, and I've done it. Jason's done it some too. We've both got experience with that, unfortunately. Oh, I'll, I'll, and will, probably most of this world has experienced that I in will some way, shape, or form. Wildly, vulnerably admit that I have been a piece but of shit. But you don't have to lay down and admit defeat. That's what we're telling you today. No, that's the whole thing is you don't have to give up. The only way that you lose is if you quit. Yeah. At anything in life, you sounds, are not. Sounds a, cliche, but there's a lot of cliche a, sayings that are 100% but true. But you, you never. Else we talked about too, yeah, you never really <laughs> lose unless you just simply fucking quit. If you stop working at things, if you stop going at it, you give up, you lose. Yes, then you're a loser. That's like being a Christian and praying for something good to happen in your life and then never doing something about it. <laughs> 
you can't expect blessings to come your way if you're not willing to put any work in. And that doesn't matter if we're just talking about Christianity and your relationship with Jesus or just life in general, period. Right. On so many levels. So, y'all hang on. We're going to take a quick break. Be right back. Listen, you can support this podcast for as low as a dollar a month. That's like less than a cup of coffee, a damn stamp. It's a dollar a month. It's nothing. And if you're enjoying it, it would greatly help me out keeping this thing going. You can donate up to $10 a month. Now, if you'll look below where you clicked on this podcast, there's a support link. Click on that, and you can go there and make any donation you choose, and you can cancel it any time. There is no hassle. If you do it, I would greatly appreciate it. And if you can't afford it, I understand. I'll still keep putting out great free information so you can look forward to that. Thanks, everybody. Um, we freshened up our drinks and we uh, drained our bladders. <laughs> and now, <laughs> now we're back. And uh, one interesting thing that came up while me and Jack yeah, were talking about dad's appendicitis. Yeah, we were talking about appendix. You know, many people like, out there go, the appendix is, what is, is, what is yeah, it it's a do? piece of trash. You know, it just gets infected or it explodes in people and it needs to be removed or you'll die. And it's worthless organ. And I was like, you know, there's nothing worthless about anything that the body is made out of. God does not make trash. There's a reason for everything. I mean, I'm even hearing nowadays, which I shared this with Jack. There is trash DNA in the human body that serves no purpose. Yeah, Do you believe that is the fucking truth? Like, seriously, our body just has some trash DNA in it. I mean, give me a fucking break. Don't believe everything you hear from the scientific community. So, me and Jack decided to look up the appendix. And it yeah. serves a purpose after all. You know what? It's not just a piece of shit that's just floating around in your body that doesn't serve a purpose. And yeah, let's just cut it out and throw it in the trash. So if you've had your appendix removed, our dad did. Yeah. What we just really observed from doing a little research is the appendix is important. It's attached to your was it large intestine lower intestine your lower intestine and it's part of uh, the lymphatic system and harbors good bacteria and saves it so if you have diarrhea or you take a bout of antibiotics or something like that and need to repopulate bacteria into your intestinal system it's kind of like a bank for all the good there bacteria there you go it's you got have. it put away in the, different, the appendix the different kinds and everything right so then when the time comes when you need to repopulate that bacteria because of an illness that happens it reintroduces it to regain balance into your intestinal system which is your digestive system and it's very important lots of people end up with problems with their appendix because of trash food processed food shit that causes high grain high sugar yes and these cause issues and can cause infections in the appendix causing it to burst or need to be removed so that is why all of a sudden 
in the last 100, 150 years, people have been having appendixes removed. And if you're one of those people out there, I'm sorry to hear that. Our dad had his appendix removed too because he believed it was the right thing to do. But you know what? He was just like well, everybody else. He was eating junk food diet. Back then. So, da- Our dad loved junk food. Yeah, and he liked to drink beer too right so and many people that's going to take a toll on you just as much as anything yeah many people your body processes alcohol the same as sugar so it's might as well be the same thing right so there you go we just learned a little fact we got curious in the midst of our just little break that we took and we found out the appendix is not a throwaway organ just like nothing else in yeah, your body and is I always was curious about that too I just knew that it wasn't like you said just some kind of wasted space or something like you know somebody was saying I guess at one point that we have wasted DNA or I'm something. not a dar I, I'm I not a Darwinist that, but I'm not a Darwinist Jack's okay. not a Darwinist no. we don't believe the bullshit they teach in school because so much of it is a fucking lie just like the history they lie about just like the way evolution's yeah. a fucking lie we are created and when you are created just have some faith on this little subject I'm trying to share with you God don't waste shit. He is not going to yeah. waste making you appendix for no fucking We're created reason. in our creator's image. He created us in the same way that we're able to create life also in his image. And if it was a waste and evolution was a reality, then evolution would get rid of the fucking appendix, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, like certain animals that, you know, supposedly had tails thousands of years ago and don't now. I mean, I guess that would just happen over time, right? It Evolution takes millions of motherfucking years. This is one big mistake lots of people and looking into evolution don't seem to understand is human beings popped up in the timeline with our brains and our abilities and our capacities all of a sudden from... These Neolithic fucking cavemen, all of a sudden there's this huge jump that science wants you to believe that we made to human beings in a very small time frame that's absolutely fucking impossible by Darwin standards and evolution. So, without me going on a fucking tear and getting super pissed off, because, um, I mean, Jack is a very a devout Christian man that believes in Jesus Christ and he doesn't probably want to hear me curse my head off. <laughs> you're, get, you're, you're your own person. You're responsible for okay, but your stuff, not me. But I'm talking science. I still love my brother no matter what. Thank you. Science lies. Science. <laughs> I've dug into so much science. If anybody listened to my recent podcast, War on History, then you know that I dig deep and I do research and I find out that scientists lie to us. And it's because there's a certain narrative they want you to believe. I just want you to know that I'm a creationist. I believe that there's a God that created us as human beings. Now, I'm not saying evolution absolutely does not exist. Yes, over millions of years, things will make minute changes to 
change for their atmosphere for whatever it is they need to blend in with work with temperature water whatever it might be predators prey they'll make minute changes to make them better suited for the occasion to deal with it so life carries on but it doesn't happen quickly it takes time (laughs) and if you look at the human dna and the changes that we had to become homo sapiens if you really look people out there you'll find that the science doesn't make sense we popped up with our brain capacity our structure who we are right now at this stage of time a long long time ago without differentiation We didn't have this slight evolution change. It's like you got this certain kind of caveman, then you got human beings, hyper-intelligent, different design. It doesn't make sense. So don't believe everything you hear in science. Just, I'm going off on this rant because we just looked into, uh, what was it, the organ? Oh, we were just talking about the appendix. The appendix. So I'm going off on a rant about a fucking appendix, and I'm going into (laughs) (laughs) the fucking DNA makeup of human beings. Well, sometimes you never know what can come out of one topic and lead somewhere else. It just got me pissed because the appendix is not a fucking throwaway organ like they tell you it is. And I just tied it into human beings and their creation. So whatever. Just love yourself a little bit right now, Jason. (laughs) Not completely related to that, but I mean, also, I was just wanting to mention something that, uh, you know, there's people saying now that there's proof that humans and dinosaurs may have coexisted. Timelines are not what you should believe. The timelines historians present are manipulated and bullshit. Well, just one example. I mean, there's several others, and I'm not going to sit here and go off into this too far but bring it uh, i love this shit well there's uh there's been petroglyphs found in utah of dinosaurs drawn by humans supposedly almost six thousand years ago hmm, that's so, interesting how the fuck do they know about if dinosaurs that was, if that was true then that would dinosaurs be- are millions of fucking years old and somebody six thousand years ago has got a fucking drawing of it no i mean there's petroglyphs in the rocks in utah at this place that well that i was talking about referring to the story oh yeah. Whoa. There's other places in the world and other examples too, but I don't have that complete list. I just, you know, saw that and it's it reminded me. It was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. And that's, it kind of went along with this. Timelines so, aren't what they appear to be. Yeah. I mean, well, it just means you got to leave yourself open to what are the, what are the facts and does any of this make sense? Does all of this make sense? And then you have to be able to make a sound judgment on something. You can't just take something at face value because somebody said something on the news or they're a journalist. That means that, well, they're just credible. They don't tell lies. Oh, no. They tell the truth. They couldn't get away with being on TV and telling lies. You need to be able to scrutinize scrutinize everything from the facts and from a sound, logical point of view and, and make a good judgment call on it. And I think that's a skill that's lacking and not just here, but the you know in the United States, but in the it's world today, point. and so many people have just gotten dumbed down to the point where they think, oh well, it's being told to me on TV or on the radio that this is 
just the truth and they're or they're putting it off as the truth whether they're saying it or not it doesn't mean that that's necessarily the way it is no 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 this is a great point that you're bringing up I mean so yeah I like thinking for myself and I promote that a lot for not just me but for everybody it's obviously a point that's very well overlooked these days and we were trying to stay completely away from negativity during this podcast make it Mr. Positive podcast Mr. Mrs. Yeah. Uh, whatever well there is something positive just because something negative happens doesn't mean something positive can't come from it and that's what this is going to be about right so what jack's bringing up is a very important point and you should all consider very seriously what he's saying you can't take everything at face value and this sucks this takes work. This takes effort to think for yourself. I was under this spell for most of my life too. So we grew hey, up. We're all we're all subjected to this. Me and, and Jack. Not hey. something many of us are immune to. Right. We grew up. I decided to start being more like this about probably what six, seven, eight years almost now. Something. Whatever it is, thank goodness that you turned to this direction because. The world needs well, more we people. both did it about close to the same time, I think, because we used to always, I remember, I talk very, about this stuff. I am very, I'm so damn skeptical of everything. I think everybody's a well, liar. Well, I think it's good to be, like, <laughs> under, the, under, like, the the little, you know, laws that I've, you know, kind of come up with my, for myself or that I've learned from other people that have kind of projected these ideas out there and just said this might be some things that I should try. It's no different than what I'm telling the audience today. It's just, I'm just spreading that. Hey, it's, you might want to. Just, you know, hey, well, what about this? Or have you ever just wondered about something instead of just assuming that it's a fact? I'm sure you have about something. So. It's quick. It's easy to just go go on a little quest. It's fun. It's You get to, you know, learn something new. And well, you get to most know. people are going to say, fuck you, Jack. You're wrong. It's not fun. Well, you get to I don't want to learn about this stuff. I don't want to go digging for research. I don't got time. I got kids. I got a family. I got a fucking job. I'm going goddamn but crazy. You, but I trust CNN. If, fuck you. If you really love your family, then this should be something that you're passionate about. You should want to know certain things. Especially Absolutely. when it affects yours and your family's life. Yes, because uh, the news is well known to lie. We have uh, both, me and Jack, are very well aware of Project Mockingbird and some other um, I've done uncovered, so declassified government um, projects where they got involved into the news programs, paid people, took over. Um, the news media and push their propaganda so that they could force their own beliefs onto the public. They called TV shows programming back in the 50s, 60s, Tell and 70s. Vision. That was, that's, that's literally telling you and you're programmed. To you right you there. are being programmed. Tell it's a very vision. subtle, but I'm very telling direct. you a vision to fucking have. That's and that and that may sound stupid, but do you think these people don't do anything that's obvious in your face without being subtle about it? Well, I mean, it's to me, it's pretty. The obvious, subtle nuance, the patience, the way they do it over that, and over again. So many other things I've come across. Well, it's brilliant. It's 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 not a sign of stupidity. These people are brilliant that do these. Yeah, things. they didn't just throw this on you and then all of a sudden in like one or two years it's like everybody's brainwashed by it. They knew that was patience. It was a slow evolution over time to get it to where it is today. Patience. And they've got everybody right where they want you connected to a phone, television, internet, whatever, twenty four seven. It's like I got to get my likes and I got to get my loves and I got to send people messages. 
and we all have to do some of it to a certain extent but it's and it's a necessary evil almost now in this world but I think the the less we stay tapped into that and the more we stay tapped into the reality and maybe having a face-to-face discussion with someone even though we're doing this real conversations even though we're doing this on the internet and we're trying to Jack you are talking about something that's that's not reality yeah talking to people going and meeting people what yeah, I mean, we're, we're and, and like I said, we're not trying to be hypocrites because we're sitting here coming to you on the internet, you know, doing a podcast. But at the same time, it's like we're doing this with the idea of hoping to help you evolve and maybe think about some things that you maybe yes. haven't taken an inventory on. And maybe you want to just think about a little bit and say, hmm, you know, you know, that podcast really got me thinking about a few That's different things. And I might want to try to impl- implement a few different changes in my life. Maybe not the same that they did, but find my own little thing that works that's for the me. whole point jack i mean exactly and what if, you're saying and if yes. that comes from this then i'm that's that's my whole goal from what we're doing you know i agree with you so i agree with you so i want to see everybody hard my brothers and sisters succeed and i love you all i really do and jack's genuine he means it he's not bullshitting but that is genuinely the reason for this yes you're on some internet program on your computer or on your phone listening to a podcast but what we hope you derive from this is exactly what Jack said there's a nugget of truth maybe there's 10 nuggets of truth in this podcast for you it doesn't matter however many you gain that's what we're trying to put out there is something that you will grab and you'll run with you'll use it and it will change your life, or it'll change your family's life. It'll I was change blessed your friend's in the same life. way by hearing someone else talk about all this kind of stuff. So that's why I love, love your podcast so much, and I'm really proud of you. Aww. What are we, episode 90 now? Uh, 89. 80? Well, it's coming up. Well, yeah. yeah. Big high fives on that. 100's coming, and we'll have to do something yeah, special. Yeah, I, I would that. say that, yeah, 100's going to be a I'll big... I'll try to be around when you do 100. 100 I'll, I'll one, come back. I like to come back anytime I get a chance. But yeah, I, just, I don't get to have you often enough, man. Yeah. I love our conversations. 100 will be a big landmark for sure because I've been doing this over a year and a half now, and I've been dedicated to it. And Look how many minutes we just hit. Uh, yeah, we're over an hour, so that's yeah. good. Um, it's so easy to do when you have somebody good to talk with <laughs> and uh, good subject material and well, intelligent conversation and you're sharing things with people that, hey, me and you care. We, It's not just me and you talking no, to each that's other. That's the only reason care. I would do something like this is because I genuinely do care and I want to, if, if something that I've gone through, some kind of suffering or something that me or you's been through can help somebody else in a good way and and you know not just lift them up but maybe let them know that hey they're kind of talking about some stuff i've never thought about and maybe this might be helpful and maybe you listen to it and it and you've already done this or you know or maybe it doesn't affect you that way that's okay too the the main thing is is just trying to help everybody advance and move forward and you don't have to be a prisoner in your own mind and think that, you know, just because something something's going across the airwaves on TV, internet, or radio, whatever, it's true. You know, sometimes doing a little bit of your own research, you'll surprise yourself, and, and as much as you're willing to dig is what you're willing to find. You can go far down the rabbit hole sometimes on some things, and it would really, some of the stuff might shock you beyond belief, but... 
Yes, unfortunately, a lot of times if you actually do the research and get off Google and go to different spots like DuckDuckGo and do some research for yourself, you're going to find stuff that will absolutely slap you upside the head and wake you up and make you realize the world is not as it seems. And that's a good thing. The more you're in the know, the better you are prepared for anything and everything that the world has to dump in your you lap. you got to be ready to adapt to anything, kind of like a chameleon. And that doesn't mean to be a fake person, but it just means you got to be able to adapt to whatever situation you're in. And the better equipped you are to do that, the more likely it is you're going to make it and you're, you and your family are going to thrive and survive at the same time. So yep. that's the important thing. Yep. True enough. Now, me and Jack have had an absolute blast chit-chatting with everybody out there in podcast land. And let us know if you like this episode. Uh, hit the thumbs up or, you know, leave a comment. Let us know what you did, didn't like or whatever. Or ask some questions. Maybe you got some topics you want Jason to come up with in the near future. Which I'll I'll put a question on the link. Uh, Something that, that I ask him about every time I see him. It's like, well, what is your audience wanting to talk about right now right so that's and that's cool that's a good idea i mean that's well that's what one thing i've started doing is occasionally i haven't done it every single episode but just recently i've started attaching questions to my podcast that people can actually fill in what would you like to hear on the next episode or I'll do something uh, goofy like, uh, sure. you know, yeah. me and Danny were talking who was the most annoying, and I'll put Jason or Danny. And <laughs> <laughs> people, people yeah, that's know. fun stuff. Yeah, y'all, y'all definitely comment on that. I want to look at that and see that. Because <laughs> I've known both of them it, my whole life. It's not available on everything. Unfortunately, like some of these things, these uh, voting uh Sites, it's it's only going to work like on Spotify or Anchor. I don't think it works on Apple or Google or some of the other podcasts. Maybe we eventually get you your own website where that can fall back on or something. Yeah, yeah. There's there's ways to do things, but I'm like on eight different uh, podcast sites at the moment. Yeah, you're out there. So there's lots of ways to find the podcast. There's lots of ways to do exactly what Jack said, and I would love it for everybody that listens to rate and review because that's something that helps the algorithm as far as people go you look up restaurants you look up things on yelp or google or whatever wherever it is you want to go you look for reviews so if you leave a review and it's a good one then it helps me go up in the algorithm and it makes it easier for me to find by other people so if you can please do rate the podcast review it and i would greatly appreciate yeah, let, it let my brother know what kind of topics you want to hear about and what's what's something interesting that you really want to want us to dig on more if it's something that i can be around and help with or whatever when i'm around i like to dig into this stuff with jason too i was into photojournalism and you know writing for the paper at my school for two years during high school so this is stuff that i i just naturally like to be inquisitive and check things and see what's me really too. facts me too I, <laughs> I am such the researcher so i i must be something in our bloodline that makes us love doing research and, and checking into stuff. Give us some so. good ones just because we might just because he may not get it out on the next show doesn't mean that it might not be coming up in two or three weeks or the, you know the next couple episodes or something so. Well yeah I mean obviously obviously if you listen to the podcast on a regular basis you know. We'll talk about anything too it doesn't have to just be about 
Yes. Health and nutrition is obviously a staple. I do that a lot because I care about it a lot. But I do conspiracy theories, and I know everybody loved the conspiracy theory podcast. We can talk about history, like sports. I've anything. done it. Doesn't I, matter. We I've can done do all history. I've done. I've talked about the. We're all we're opinionated on pretty much. Right. All that, right. I've talked about the, the and pyramids. We're different on some of it too. So right. Anyway. So it doesn't it doesn't necessarily matter. I will cover just about anything. Motivation, making habits, conquering fear. I don't care. Everything's relevant because we're all living this life and dealing with the same kinds of issues. Sure. And we have many of us have the same kind of interests. So it's a wide ranging podcast and it always is gonna be that. Pardon me. It's always about helping all of our brothers and sisters. And yes, that's the main thing. Much love to everybody out there in podcast land. Thanks for joining me and Jack for this episode. And we will catch you on the next one. Maybe not we, but I'll catch you on the next one. And Jack was... I'll be back by 100 for sure. Yeah, Jack will be back. So thanks for joining in for this one. Love you guys out there in podcast land. And we'll catch you next time. Take care. Bye, everybody. Do not consider these episodes as medical advice or expertise in any area. I do deconstruct some experts in their material and deliver it to you, but please do all this at your own risk. Contact keeping it real at gmail.com.